All right, so we're going to pick up from that. Where we got up to the second line on Daf Samach Beis, Itmar. I want to back up a little bit to the beginning of the sugya, the bottom of Samach Aleph Amud Beis. All right, we're going to start two lines from the bottom. Now, here's the deal. Let's remind ourselves what's going on in the sugya. We had a fascinating situation that the Mishnah brought up where the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur was going to sprinkle the blood of the par, the blood of the bull. He was going to sprinkle the blood of the sawyer. And if the blood spilled, either blood, so he had to go get more, more uh, blood. So he had to go shacht nachabul. Now what happens if he spilled the sawyer blood? Which sawyer which was this? Which goat was this? This was the sawyer Lashem. The way it worked was he would have the, the shechita of the par, he would have the shechita of the sawyer, and once that whole process was done, then the sawyer lazazel would be sent away. He said, listen, just let's get a grasp on what's happening. The kayan shechts the par, shechts the bull. Then he goes ahead and shechts the sawyer lashem. Which is also going to serve, that's a, that's a chattas, right? It's going to serve as a chattas. The blood spills of the Sawyer Lashem. He's got to go get another Sawyer. But one second. Didn't the Sawyer Lashem have a twin? The Sawyer Lazaza? So if you're going to go shecht another Sawyer Lashem, was there a new lottery? Was there another Lazaza? What exactly was going on? Okay? So it seems. That when you got another Sa'ir Lashem, you also got a new Sa'ir Lazaza. But here's the problem. So now I have multiple Sa'ir Lazazas to be sent away. The Sa'ir Lashem, okay, fine. No, so you got more blood, you deal with it the way you deal with it. But it also means there's two Lazazas. Because each one's got a pair. All right? So here we go. Let, let, this is where we're picking up. Let's pick up at the bottom of Samachal from the base. Searching for information from Rav Nachman. Again, this is not a challenge. This is a question searching for information. If you're going to have multiple goats set aside as Lazazel now, how many are sent away? So initially, Rav Nachman says, Why are you assuming that you're sending away more than one? So Rav says to him, top of today's daf, I'll tell you why, because the same way you're, you're, you're having multiple Sawyer Lashems, okay, and we spoke about earlier that you're taking multiple of these, the, of these animals to the place of the, of the ashes outside of Yerushalayim, there's multiple uh, goats going that way, so the same way as multiple goats going out to the place of ashes, so too, maybe there's Takasar Lazozo, if Nachman says no, no such thing, me dummy, no, there's no comparison, Awesome, like Sivai Sai, by the um, by the uh, the 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 that goes out to the base has, that goes out to the place of the ashes, it uh, it doesn't say Aisai, but Hacha by the Sawyer Lazazel it says Lishaleach Oso Lazazel. You send it, which is singular individual, and therefore, even though it's possible that there were multiple goats that were ultimately brought out to the Mokum of the Ashes, it's still impossible for there to be more than one Lazaza. Okay? And therefore, therefore, the, again, the, this still needs to be clarified, because all we clarified so far in the Gemara 
is how many he sends away? The response is one. The question that we still don't know is which one? Which one's going to be sent away now? So let's see. The Gemara is now going to uh, point out that it's a machlekas and bring a logic for each one. Was it the first Lazazel of the one with the goat that spilled? The pair for the one that, or is it the second one for the uh, the second one that finished off the sprinkling? So here we go. Second line. Ibmar, we learned her puppy Mishmei the Rav Amar. Puppy says the name of Rav Roy Rishon Mishaleach. You know which one gets used for Zara Lazazel? The first animal, the first goat, the original one, the one whose counterpart's blood spilled out. Rav Shimi Mishmei the Rav Amar Achar Mishaleach. No, it's the second one. Okay. Now says the Gemara like this. It makes sense to say you send away the second one He'll say, listen When did a kapara happen to call Yisrael? When was the Jewish nation atoned for? When the sprinkling of the entire blood was completed Which animal completed the sprinkling process And brought us in atonement? The second one Therefore the counterpart of the second So'ir Lashem Gets sent out Lazaza. So we get that logic. It's the main one. According to Papi Shmei the Rav, who says it's the first one whose counterpart's blood spilled out. Why, why, why the first one? The Gemara says, Sovar Lokerev, Yaisi, the Amar Mitzvah Barisha. Very vague answer. But the Gemara says, you know why you send the first one? Because Rabbi Yaisi has this concept, which is, you always use the first thing that came your way for a mitzvah. Since it's the first thing that came your way, you take the first Sar Lazazel that came your way to send it out. That's the Gemara's answer. Okay. Now, in the preface to the answer that you just take whichever first one comes your way, the Gemara said, Savar Laka Rav Yaisi. Rav Simi Barashi, I'm sorry, Rav Papa Mishmei Darava, who says we send the first one, is, of, is like Ravasi, is holding like Rav Yaisi, who says whichever the first one comes your way, that's the one you do. Now, we weren't introduced to Rabbi Yaisi yet. Where do you see Rabbi Yaisi hold? You always take the first one that comes your way. Where does that come from? So now the Gemara is going to deal with this Rabbi Yaisi until the end of the parak. Here we go. Zok the Gemara. Hi Rabbi Yossi. Which opinion of Rabbi Yossi is Rav Papi following when he says you always use the first one? Let's take this slow. If you're going to say we're dealing with the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi, by the, we'll call it the pushkas, the boxes of the Chatsi Shkalim in the Beis HaMikdash. What did Rabbi Yaisi say about the half Shkalim boxes in the Beis HaMikdash? If not, we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yaisi, I'm a Shalish Kupa, Shalish 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 Three boxes full of the Chatsi Shkalim in the treasury of the Beis HaMikdash. Aleph Beis Gimu. Yeah. It says on it, one uh, Aleph Beis and Gimel, it was labeled. Why was it labeled? The Tanya, we learned in the Brayz, um, You're practicing your handwriting. What's going on? Because we want to know which Chatsi Shkalim coins were donated first. Why do we care which half shekel coins were donated first? Because whichever ones came first into the treasury are the first ones to use. Usually, physically, the first one in is the last one out, right? The first guy to show up at the airport to drop off his luggage, the last guy to get the luggage off the plane. Yeah, not, not necessarily true because it depends how they get on, right? 
But in other words, the first one off is the, the first one on is the last one off. All right, because you're going all the way to the back. So, in order to get around that, Rebbeisi says it shouldn't be like that when it comes to the hafshkalim. The first people who donate the hafshkalim should be the first person zayicha to have their money used. Therefore, you mark it aleph beis gimel. This is the, ba- the the first box of donations that came in. Oh, we'll use that for kedusha first. Second box, third box. Lahaviyim is a mitzvah barishin because it's a mitzvah for the first one. This is the opinion of Rebbeisi that Rav Puppy is following when he says. Keep the first sa'ir lazazel because that was the first thing that came our way. All right? That's what we think. Understand what's going on here? Again, let's reiterate. Rav Papi is following an opinion of Rabbi Yaisi which states, you use the first lazazel, not the second. Why? Mitzvah barishan. The mitzvah to use the first one first. Like Rabbi Yaisi. The Gemara says, which opinion of Rabbi Yaisi? Right now we think it's the Rabbi Yaisi who says you shall mark off the boxes Aleph Beis Gimel to ensure the first column were used first. So too by the Sar Lazazel, that was the first one set aside Lazazel, that's the one that should be used. Okay. Says the Gemara, there's no connection between those two things. And I'll tell you why, says the Gemara. Let's say this outside first. By the money that came into the treasury, at the time that the first monies were donated, where were the second monies? They weren't there yet. They weren't fit to be used. Okay? Because the, the first box to come out of the lishka, right then and there, was already fit to be used. No other money was available at that point. However, by the Sawyer Lazazel, both goats the first and second, become available at the same time. You know why? Because nothing gets sent out Lazazel. It, its job, the Sar Lazazel's job, doesn't begin until the sprinkling is completely done. So let's think about it. When the sprinkling, at the time, at that moment, when the goat's blood was done, which Lazazel was ready first? Neither. They both became ready at the same time. Because at the time the sprinkling of the blood is done, you have two lazazel standing there, both waiting at the at the at you know waiting for the sound of go, to to head off to the cliff. So there's no first, second, and third like you have when you take it out of the treasury. Everything's tzaman, and therefore the Gemara is going to ask, what's your puppy hanging his alacha on? Sar lazazel, Rabbi Yaisi about by the coins? No shaykes. Raising by the coins maybe says it goes first because that was the first one available. But by the Sar Lazazel, when they both became available at the same time, who says that he'll agree that you take the first Lazazel? Let's read this question inside. It says the Gemara, Dilma Maybe Rabbi Yaisi's opinion that you take the first one first is strictly by the treasury to Lois Chazi Basraisa, because at the time you took out the first coins, the second coins weren't yet available, they weren't taken out yet to be used for the Karbonis, as opposed to the Sar Lazazel, when they became when they become fit at the same time. So the Gemara says, You're right. We're going to back off. When Rav Puppy says he's following the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi, that first, you know, you take the first lazazel because first come, first serve, is because of the following halacha. El Rabbi Yaisi de Pesach. Because Rabbi Yaisi of Korban Pesach, the Tanya, the Bach changes from the Tan to the Tanya, the Tanya, we learned to the Braiser. Hamafrish Pischoi Vavad, a person sets aside this Korban Pesach, and then it gets lost. Now, when did it get lost? Before this man, before midday on Arab Pesach. 
lost. I said his Rebbe Mezach and it's gone. Walks away. The Hifra Shachar Tachtav. I'm nervous. I don't know where my Pesach is. You know what I do? I set aside another sheep to be my carbon Pesach. Again, this is still before the time. It's before Chatzos on our Pesach. I dedicate, I, I, I designate another animal. Now I find animal number one. So my first animal that got lost, I now got back. My second animal was designated. I still have it. And now it's Chatzos on Erev Pesach. I have both available at that time. At the time that it became fit for Shechita, I had both standing in front of me, ready to go. Same as Lazazel. As soon as that blood was done, ready to go. Both of them. Pesach hits Chatzos, the two animals ready to go. What's the halacha there by Pesach? I now have two animals in front of me. So you could do whichever one you want. This is the opinion that Rev Puppy is, is hanging his hat on. But you should just know, says, the, says Rav Yaisi, the halacha is if the second animal or either one is better, juicier, fatter, more geschmack than the other one, then it's always Kedai to use the better and more chosh of a one. Hadron Allah, Allah, to all those who finished the fifth parak of Yuma. And now we pick up with the sixth parak. This Mishnah in the beginning of the sixth parak is going to take us all the way down to the bottom of the Amud. This is a continuation of the discussion of this Sa'ir Lashem, Sa'ir Lazazel. What happened and, and exactly what you do um, with, the, uh, with uh, the, the process. We're going to focus very much in this parak on the Sa'ir Lazazel in particular. See, so here we go. Beautiful, beautiful Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Listen closely to this. So Gishmak. Shnei Se'ire Yom On Yom Kippur we have two goats. Which two goats? The Sa'ir Lashem, the Sa'ir Lazaz. Mitzvah Now when you find the word mitzvah in a Mishnah, it usually means we're not commanded to do this in a crucial Ma'akev way. Rather, we're commanded to do this in the best possible way. Okay? Mitzvah means this is how you're supposed to do it. It's not crucial. If you don't do it this way, it does, it's not going to ruin the whole thing. But this is the mitzvah to go away. Okay? Mitzvah So the proper way to do it is both goats should be the same. What do you mean the same? Says the Mishnah, Bemara Bakuma Bedamin. How they look, their height, and their value. And also they should be bought in one transaction. Okay? One transaction. One purchase. So much so that it's brought down that if you find two similar goats with different, in different cities and different owners, Hector should have somebody buy those two goats, and then make one transaction to that one owner. They're supposed to, we'll get into this a little bit later, but they're supposed to manipulate that both goats should be bought in, in one purchase. Okay? 
But you should know, says the Mishnah. Let's say they're not mamish equal. They're not the same value. Not the same. Still fine. If you didn't buy it in one transaction, it's also okay. Okay, you didn't do it in the, in the best possible way. But it's Eichid Mutter. It's okay. All right. Now listen to this. I now have my two similar goats. Is there anything that could go wrong? Sure. We already learned one thing that could go wrong. You shecht your sar Hashem, you start sprinkling the blood and it spills, and now you need to shecht a different one, right? That's not necessarily paired up with the lazaza. So we learned one thing that could go wrong. This mission is going to tell us um, probably a simpler case of what could go wrong. One of them dies. So I now have two animals, one purchase, similar height. Oh, this is going to be a Gavaldika, Yom Kippur, Mamish. We did, we got these goats. Mm. One slips on a banana peel and dies. So if one goat kicks the bucket before the lottery of Lashem Lazazel, Yikach Zug Lasheni. No biggie. You know what you do? You get rid of the one that died. You deal with it however you deal with Hektish. And you just pair up another goat. Shalom al Yisrael. Right? It's fine. Nothing was set up yet to be Lashem Lazazo. So you go get another goat. However, Ve'emisha Higril Mace. Let's say the Kayan Gadol did the lottery. I now have my Sa'ir Lashem. And my Sawyer Lazazel. It's already established what's what. And one of them dies. So here's what you do. You got to start all over. You got to start all over. Okay? You can't just take another animal in the place of the dead one. Oh, this was the Lazazel one. Okay, so here you, you become Lazazel. You're the, you're, the desig- you know, you're the pinch hitter for Lazazel. Oh, the Lashem died? Okay, let's just bring another animal and that, that'll pinch hit for the Lashem. No. You got to bring a completely new set and you do a completely new lottery. The Yoimar, Imshal Shem Mace, says the Mishnah, if the Sawyer Lashem died, the Kohen Gadol says, Zesha Ola Ola Bagara Lashem Yiskayim Tachtov. Whichever one was Lashem, this animal takes its place. And if the one that ended up with Lazazo was the goat that kicked the bucket, so then he says, This other one should take its place. And then the second goat, you let it graze till it gets a mum, like you do the yimkar, use it for the for the oilus uh, of the mizbeach, she'en chat asibur meisit. You don't leave a chat asibur to die. There were some animals that were left to die uh, when when something went wrong over here. You don't leave such a, a communal offering to die. You let it get a blemish. But Rabbi Yehuda argues on that halacha, and he says no. Even a, a carbon sibur, you could let it die. Thomas, my number of Yehuda. Yehuda also says nishbach adam that if the the blood spilled out, which was our case previously. Okay, When you go back and shecht additional sa'ir lashem, the sa'ir lazazel also is you have an extra animal now, so you leave it to die. 
let's say you sent out the sar lazazel and it uh, and and uh, it's ready on its way, okay? And I didn't finish the sprinkling, so yishafeich hadam. Then the blood of the sar of the sar lashem it needs to be spilled out. It needs to be poured out, and you're going to have to start from scratch as well. Okay, the Gemara will will tear apart this Mishnah, go into uh, the the nitty gritty of it. Here we go. We now turn to the top of Samach Bey's Amur Bey's. Reb Jonathan, we're up to the top line, just in time. Gemara, here we go. Tanur Abana, the rabbis loint and so shall we. Let's go. Yikach Shnei It says in the Pasuk that the Kohen Gadol takes two goats. Listen closely. Shnei two Seirei, plural multiple goats. The Pasuk could have just said, take Seirei Izim. That means two. Why does the Pasuk say, Shnei Seirei Izim? Okay? You don't need to say Shnei. I already know it's multiple. Says the Gemara, Miut Seirei Shnein. We know Seirei means at least two. Why do you use the word Shnei? You know what's letting us know? The halacha of the Mishnah, that the two goats should be similar. Well, if the Pasuk's telling me by saying Shnei that they need to be similar, so maybe they mamish need to be similar, and it's Ma'akev. Let's say they're not similar. Maybe it's not kosher. So Talmud Lomar, Sa'ir, Sa'ir, Reba. It says the word Sawyer twice, which seems to imply any goat. As long as it's a goat, you're good to go. Says the Gemara, okay. So let's break this down. One second. It says in the Torah that they need to be alike because Time of Rabbi Rachmana. The reason why they need to be similar, the reason why, and the, the, the reason why they need to be similar because of Shnei. We said it doesn't really matter anyway because of Sawyer, Sawyer. Right? If not for saying Sawyer, Sawyer, so then it would be that it's Ma'akev. You mamish need the two goats to be completely similar, and if not, it's not valid. Ikuva Manolan. But says the Gemara, pause. Shnei Si'irei, two goats, is telling me that it's Ma'akev? Where, where do you get that from? Where, where, where would the number Shnei, where does that imply that similarity is Ma'akev? Where do you see that? The Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Since the Maisi, you find the word Shnei three times, and when something's reiterated so many times, it means Ma'akev. The Gemara says, fine. So you know what you just did? You scratched your ear like this. Right? This is what you did. You scratch your ear like this. If you have an itch, just go like this. You don't need to go like this. What do we just do? We said, Oh, I would say, you gotta get two. Oh, it doesn't, it's not ma'akev. So go ahead. You, you, would, you included something and then you brought more psokim to, to not include it. What are you doing that for? Just don't do it in the first place. Says the Gemara, If it's not ma'akev, why are you gonna say shnei three times? What do you do? Why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Says the Gemara, the halacha of our Mishnah. You know why it says Shnei three times? 
Chad lemare, that the two animals should be similar in looks. Chad lekuma, two animals should be similar in height. Chad ledomim, and the two animals should be similar in value. Okay? That Gemara had five steps. The reason why I'm pointing out that this Gemara had five steps is because for the next half of Amr, the Gemara is going to give two other examples, separate, but the same type of question answer coming from the word two. So let's just get it get, get straight. This way, the rest of the next half is going to fly. All right. We said it says in our it, it says in the Torah you take shnei si'irei izim two. Why two? That was step number one. You said oh because um, uh, uh, two is telling me that a mamish needs to uh, needs to be alike. To let me know that it's not ma'akev though is sa'ir sa'ir. Oh, very nice, says the Gemara. The reason why it doesn't really need to be alike is because it's sa'ir sa'ir. But if not for that, then it would have had to be alike. But where do you see that? Because it says shnei shnei shei three times. Okay, shkoyach. But as it says shnei three times, you're scratching your ears, you know, in a, in a complicated way. Why do you got to do that? Answers the Gemara to let me know all the halachas that are included in the similarities between the goats. Okay. With that in mind, we're going to do the same exact back and forth for two other halachas. Okay? Both halachas have to do with Mitzorah. The first halacha is going to be talking specifically about the sheep that the Mitzorah brings, and the second sugi is going to be talking about the birds that the Mitzorah brings. Let's get going. Similarly, when it comes to the sheep that the Mitzorah brings, it says about the Mitzorah, Yikach Shnei Kivasim. Again, Kivasim is plural. I know that means two. It says Shnei Kivasim. Niyo Kvasim Shnei. Kvasim means at least two. Why are you going to tell me two? So you Shnei Shav. They got to be similar. Even if the two sheep of the Mitzvah is not similar, it's still kosher. The reason why it's not Ma'akev is because it says Kevis Kevis. But if the Torah wouldn't have written Kevis Kevis, I would have said that the two sheep, the, 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 the two sheep of the Mitzvah and Mamish need to be completely alike. Where do you get that from? It says it should be, it should be Mamish like this. Why is scratching your ear? Why do you got to say it should be? Says the Gemara Lashar, to let me know that not only do the two sheep of the Mitzayra need to be similar, but all the other halachas concerning the process of the Mitzayra also needs to, um, needs to be mamish to the, to the proper details. Okay, period. Let's do the same thing again. Again, the Bach changes. Vitani, we learned in the Baisanami also, Gabi Mitzayra Ki about a mitzvah simile, it says tziparim. Also, by by mitzvah, it says you should bring two. It says birds. Miot tziparim shtei. Yeah, tziparim means at least two. Matamur leimar shtei. Why do you got to say the word shtei? It says you bring shtei tziparim. Why do you got to say that for? So it says the Gemara shiur shtei am shabbos. The two of them need to look alike. They need to be similar. Minai and shabbos v'yishin and shabbos shiurus. Hey, if they're not mamish alike, it's still kosher. Tamur leimar tzipar tzipar riba. Okay. The reason why it's okay is because the Torah includes it. If not, then the Torah would have it would have been puzzled. But how do you know that it's that ma'akev? Uh, I would have said, oh, you know why it's ma'akev? Because it's tiak. Gotta be, gotta be means mamish like this. So, so it says the Gemara. Fine. So you have an exclusion and an inclusion. It says that you gotta. 
you, you got to uh, uh, bring a bird, which seems to imply any bird, Tia Lamali. Why did you got to say Tia? The Sharav Yosai Shel Mitzayim. Okay? All the other um, uh, halachas of the Mitzayim. Before we were talking about all the halachas of the process of Tahara of the Mitzayim. Now we're talking about the halachas of Mitzayim in general. Okay. Period. We now basically just went down and gave three examples where we said that the word Shnei means two. Okay? And when you say two things, it means the two things need to be similar. I would think it's ma'akev, right? The two shnei means got to be similar. Comes along with the Torah in three different places and says, oh, yeah, so on and so forth, right? That there's, there's also ex- uh, words that are exclusive. Okay. Says the Gemara. If it's true. That whenever you find the word shnei, it means that the two things are alike and similar. One second. Let me ask you a question. We've learned a lot about the carbon hatamid. Right? There's a morning carbon hatamid, there's an afternoon carbon hatamid. Have you ever heard that the two carbon hatamids, the morning and the afternoon one, need to look exactly alike? Need to have the same value. Have you ever come? Have you ever heard of such a thing? No. Huh? It's a different time. One has no to the other, except that. Okay, good. So, so Dr. Ravinsky, yeah, different. One has no shaykh to the other. It's different times. Well, there's La Shem and La Zazal, their Avaida was done at different times. So. Okay. Good. So you're, you're very good. You're right. So you're pointing out that there's something that's, that's tying them together. Right? There's, there's a gyro, there's episazach. So let's see if there's something tying together the shnei temidim. And I just gave away how they're tied together. Because that's what the Torah says. Let's read this inside. It says, If it's true, whenever you find the word two in the Torah, it means they need to be similar. Why don't you say anything by the carbon atomic? Name of kvasim. It says that you bring shnei kvasim, mil kvasim shnei. The, the kvasim means at least two. You bring two, two kvasim a day. Matam or lemar shnei. Why are you going to tell me two? Sheiu shneiim shavim, mimnayim shavavi sheiim shneiim shavim kshirim. Matam or lemar kevas kevas riva. Ule mitzvah achanami davdinon. Really, is there such a thing that the two carbon atomids is even like an Indian? We know it's certainly not ma'ake by a carbon atom that you need to look like. But do you ever find that it's even an Indian? That your carbon atomid shall shachar and your carbon atomid shall be the same value. And listen, Akunba just said, if, if the pasuk is being ma'agid, right, your word, if the pasuk is connecting it, it's like, shnei kvasim, yeah, bring two sheep, so shnei means similar. But where do you even find that they, they're even connected to even have this haba meaning, to even think about this? Says the Gemara like this. Carbon atomid is different. Farbas. Homi the word shnei for shnei kvasim is needed for a different reason. The Bryce says like this. Shnayim layoyim. You bring two carbonois a day. It's so fascinating. Ready? Shnayim layoyim means keneged hayom. Opposite the day. 
Now, what does it mean, Kinegarayum? The Gemara is going to have to explain this, but Rashi already leads us into the answer. And Rashi says, this is, if you want to look inside, it's the seventh thin line in Rashi. Rashi says, Keneged Zericha Sashemesh. It's about the seventh line. Opposite the shining and the rays of the sun. There's something about bringing the carbon atomid that it needs to be shechted opposite the rays of the sun. Let's explain. You're saying that it says shnaim layayim. Layayim means in like daylight. Maybe it just means two a day. Maybe it just means two a day. It no means the sunlight of the day. Where do you get that from? You bring one in the morning, one in the afternoon. So I already told us you do it every day. So how do you understand this? So it says Gemara, fascinating. The morning Tamid will shakra on the northwestern side. Near the second ring. Okay. There's a very long, fascinating Rashi that goes into the, into the placement of each thing. The bottom line was that the Korban HaTomid, the word Shnayim Layayim is teaching me, that the Korban HaTomid Shoshachar had to be placed on the Mizbeach in a way where the walls were not blocking the light from hitting it, the place where the Tomid was actually being dealt with, and the Tomid Shobin Arbayim was going to be brought on the other side, because as the sun moves to the other side of the sky, the rays are going to move in the other direction. Shnayim Layayim means it's got to be opposite the rays of the day. That's what it means, shnayim layayim. The two animals should both be brought in daylight, opposite the rays of the sun. And that's why it says shnayim. Yeah. So the Gemara had a kasha. Again, let's just reiterate how we just answered. The Gemara says, oh, shnayim, you're saying shnayim always means it's got to be similar. It says the Gemara, but what, I, what about a karbanat tamid? You don't find these to be similar answers. The Gemara, ah, karbanat tamid is different. You know why it says shnayim? They're not teaching me these to be similar. But they teach me the placement, shnayim layayim. Both of them need to be placed like yeah. Okay. Just to finish off this b'risa, Musafim Shal Shabbos, Ba'adai Tzvichim Shiyushneim Shabbos. By the way, the carbon Musaf of Shabbos, Taka needed that, where it says the word Shnayim, that didn't, that, that was uh, uh, placed elsewhere, and that Taka, the, those, the, the two Musafim needed to look alike. Period. Tanra Bon, here we go. Brand new, brand new uh, b'risa. And Rabban and the rabbis learned, and that's why they are rabbis. A person who shecht the two goats of Yom Kippur, he did a shechitas chutz. Okay? Any animal that's fit to be a carbon is not allowed to be shechted outside of the proper area. If you do that. Somebody takes these two goats that are set up. Now, we don't know yet. The price didn't tell us yet if you did the Goro. We don't know if it's established as Basham Azazel. What we do know is somebody took the goats and shechted it in the wrong place. Zok the Braisa. If the Kohen Gadol did not yet do the Goro, Chayav al You're obligated on both. Once he did the girl, you're obligated on Hashem because now it's out of it's it's uh, it's al uh, on the azazel because it's already set aside to go outside of the base of Mikdash and it's no longer considered shchutechutz. You're right, 
for shechting it in the wrong area, but it's not called Shudichutz because it's no longer set aside, designated to be shechted in the, in the Beis Hamikdash. Okay? If you didn't have the lottery yet, so what are they chazu? What are they fit for? Okay? Neither one is meant to be a carbon chatas yet because you didn't, uh, you didn't set it aside. That as long as one is fit to be a sar that that itself makes you mechoyim. You say, oh, the, the sorry Lashem, right, um, is not considered, it's not, it's not considered fit the Mechusra Hagala. You say, oh, because why by a, a regular goat, why is it not considered a Shechita inside? You say, because it wasn't, uh, you didn't establish which one's Lashem, which one's not Zazel. The Sar Nasa Bechutz Nami Lechadi, so it shouldn't even be fit for Sar Nasa Bechutz. The Mechsri Avayda Sayyim, because you don't have the Avaida Sayyim, meaning the Gemara is asking a very basic question, and that is, if the girl wasn't done, you never started the Avaida in the first place, and if you never did, and if the Avaida didn't start in the first place, so um, even the Musaf of Shabbos is not going to be, you shouldn't be Chayavon. The Gemara says, Kasavar of Chista in Mechusarzman, Lebayabayan. Rav Chista holds, there's no such thing as Mechusarzman for that day, meaning as long as you're fit, to uh, all, eventually these goats are fit. One could be the carbon Musaf of Yom Kippur, one could be La Zazel, one could be Lashem. That alone puts each one into the category of being Roy. Each one on itself stands to be fit to be Shechted, and therefore you're going to be Chayav on Shchut Echos, you be Chayav for Shechting outside the, uh, uh, outside the Beis HaMikdash. Amar Avina. Ravina says, we'll end off, uh, we'll end off the daf with this, Now that we said that if, if there's no goyro, it's like your maisa, you never did the action of, of starting the avayda. Before the doors of the hechel were opened. It's, it's possible. Okay? Why? You got a shakta at the entrance of the ayomayr. The pesach means there's an opening. Okay? And if it's locked, it's not open yet, so it's not your chayv. It's got to be open. No, and you're and you're not allowed to shecht the at the time where the where the gates, the doors are still locked. What do you see from there? Top of tomorrow's daf. If he shechts it outside of the proper area before it opens, potter my timer because since the gates weren't open, so it's not even like there's uh, it's not even like you shechted. Because nothing, the Misa, was done to help establish these animals to be Shlamim, and, uh, and therefore, uh, and, and therefore it, w- it will never even take on the status of being Shchutechutz. Okay, we're going to hold it here for this evening. Nebez Hashem will pick up from, a, from uh, asking a on this. We'll go over the last few steps, Bez Hashem, of this Gemara to get a Clarkite and um, pick up from here, Bez Hashem, tomorrow morning. Now, um, a little bit of a time change. If we could do a half hour later than usual, um, 10 a.m. Central. 